For years, I was so fed up with shampoo, I just stopped washing my hair. I quit completely. I was so sick of poofy, frizzy, limp hair, distorting my natural oils. Until a few months ago, I found Modern Mammals, and it changed everything. And by the way, right now you can visit modernmammals.com and use code LSS for 10% off. So check that out. So look, I heard about this through the podcast, and before I agreed to advertise, they sent it to me, and I was reluctant. But let me tell you, I should not have been. This stuff is absolutely magical. My hair felt better, smelled way better, and most importantly, looked better. And I know it will do the same for you as well. It doesn't have those hair-ruining chemicals like other products, and it doesn't leave any leftover residues. It works. Don't believe me? Go read their awesome reviews online as well. Go to ModernMammals.com and use code LSS for 10% off. Again, that's ModernMammals.com for 10% off with promo code LSS. Don't forget to use our promo code LSS so they know we sent you. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. How are you today? Hey, Mike. I'm really good. How are you, man? Wonderful. Awesome. I uh, I did a thing last night. What'd you do? I sort of performed music in front of uh, a live, uh, I almost said live studio audience. It's, it wasn't a studio. Uh, in a venue, I did a nice. DJ set at Emo Night down in San Antonio, Texas. And let me tell you, man, it was glorious. Oh, I'm sure. It must feel great to get back up on that stage again. Oh man, and just like the energy and and loud music, and I mean, of course, I played hypa hypa. Oh, so you have to. Did the crowd go absolutely wild? Oh, buck wild, Mike. Uh, of course, and you know, th- this is a a song that's a newer song, right? It, it hasn't mm-hmm. existed in the Emonite world yet. I think it's going to become a staple. Oh well, I'm glad. <laughs> what a banger! It is. Oh, it is such a banger. Um, well, we're here. Welcome back, everybody, to New Noise on the podcast side of things. Next week, we will be back on Twitch again. Make sure you follow yep. us at twitch.tv slash Um, But I, I mean, we had to talk this week. We couldn't skip this oh, week. Of course not. Lots because coming out and a big one from last week. And I mean, before we get into what we had happened last week i think that we need to talk about how this week we are putting the new back in new noise and when i say new i mean n u (laughs) because new metal legends limp biscuit have blessed us with their new track dad vibes have you gotten a chance to check it out no i had no idea i I mean it's actually incredible i have been listening to it all day wow well you know with with me flying around in airplanes and stuff i've somehow missed that one today oh Uh, yeah well but download it and hop it on the for the next flight oh i'm i'm gonna put it on immediately after this um and you know what's funny is like i've never i was never like a huge limp biscuit guy i think i was Mm -hmm. just a little bit older and it came out and i was like i don't know this is like you know i kind of saw through it a little a little bit with yeah. the gimmicks and i had kind of already gotten into you know punk rock and stuff although i will say i did kind of like the first limp biscuit album but mm-hmm. um uh but regardless 
they're a band that I've just sort of learned to love later yeah. in my life now. And Same here. I'm all for it. Like, it's just, it is what it is, you know? Yeah, it's no frills, just a different vibe from so many other things out there. And I mean, this one, it embraces the classic biscuit sound and kind <laughs> of refines it for a newer age too, almost. Like, yeah. I'm not going to be surprised if this is bumping on radio stations all fall. It's a quick little two minute absolute banger. Let's go. All right, I'm in. Oh yeah. Let's get into that old stuff from last week though. I know everybody wants to hear about it. What'd you think about This Place Will Become Your Tomb by Sleep Token? Yeah, the the brand new, um, highly anticipated album from Sleep Token. And I know, Mike, that uh, it's a band that's very near and dear to your heart. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I, I, I mean, I've got so much to say about the record and so little at the same time. Yeah. First of all, I feel like this record is a bit harder to digest than the mm-hmm. last one. Yep. Um, the first track, um, even the first two tracks, I've heard people call them boring. I don't I've agree with boring, but they are a little slow. And mm-hmm. I find now on repeat listens, they're becoming two of my favorite songs. I mean, especially the ending of, of track two. I, I don't have the titles in front of me. Hypnosis. Yeah. My, my God, that ending. It's so heavy. It is great. Oh, it's so good. But, you know, I will say that the record, like after I listened to it, I was like, yeah, that's a pretty good record. I don't know if it beat, if it's going to beat sundowning for me, but now Mm -hmm. after, you know, listening to it a few more times, I think it has, I think it might be a better record. And, um, and there's so much cool textures and sounds, but it doesn't sound all over the place. It's somehow Mm -hmm. a pretty cohesive album. I, uh, I have the to agree. drumming it's, is incredible. The vocals are incredible. Yeah. And like, I've got to agree, like this album, every song, despite being, I would say within a closer band, like, um, what am I looking for? Within a closer spectrum than sundowning, whereas sundowning, we had like the slow songs, like, um, right. All the piano tracks and things like that, as well as very, very heavy tracks like gods. These songs are like within a closer spectrum, but they all sound more different than any two songs off of Sundowning as well, which I think is really impressive. Absolutely. I think that if you're looking for prog metal um, or that no. kind of stuff, it's not really here. And I think that I was reading a few, um, you know, I won't say negative reviews, but like mm-hmm. like a little bit mixed. less favorable. Yeah, yeah mixed, mixed reviews. Or, or yeah, kind of um, records that aren't giving this thing a 10 out of 10, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. And a lot of it, I think, is that there was some expectations that this was going to be a progression in terms of technicality or mm-hmm. in terms of, uh, yeah, musicianship or whatever. And it's not really there, but I actually prefer it. I don't, yeah. you know, obviously the drummer is shit hot, whoever he is. Oh, yeah. And, um, and like that does it for me. I, you know, I don't need, mm-hmm. I don't need shredding on this thing. And I really, really love the the vocal work, the vocal melodies, uh, and of course the lyrics. Oh yeah. Everything about this record. I, th- I think it's surprisingly and somehow better done as a co- full cohesive effort than sundowning. I think sundowning is an amazing album and it's exactly what I want still, but this new record is just everything about it fits so right all the way from the overall overarching themes of the record all the way down to the individual songs and even just taking like singular lines and what's kind of happening in the background. Everything just works so well together. Mm-hmm. And like they they still manage to surprise and do some crazy stuff with this lighter palette too. Like on, uh, I think that song is pronounced Telomeres or Telomeres. Mm-hmm. Um, they throw in that little guitar solo right at the end there. And it's just this like beautiful light fuzz little thing. And it, when I heard it for the first time, it really, really surprised me. And I thought it was just such a good point in the album to do that. And then that leads into high water, which is arguably the best track on the record. And that's the 11th track on the thing. It's my favorite track too. Dude, that song just goes so hard. And then it goes into missing limbs, which just, emotionally tears you like this entire record. It's got so much repeat value and 
Would you fancy a guess how many times I've listened to it in the last week? <laughs> well, we're recording this and it's Thursday actually. Yep. So an extra day from, from when we usually do these things. So you've had six days. Well, this will be the seventh day. I want to say you've listened to the record 12 times. 28 actually. <laughs> um, but it, I'm still finding new things and that's where I'm right. kind of getting into this is that the absolute like depth of this record and things that are going on even on simpler songs like Atlantic and Hypnosis like I'm starting to like pick out little chord progressions and how oh wow he's actually using that chord progression to kind of I don't know the word for it but not harmonize with what he's doing vocally but kind of do the exact opposite of that at points and it really brings this dichotomy to the track that's kind of like, oh, as the piano is falling, his voice is rising and these really, really cool things like that. Mm -hmm. And I just love this record. I know like it was a single, but like Fall For Me, that track is just growing on me more and more too because it's just, it's such an audiophile's dream with how well it's mixed and all of the cool things going on there when he's using yeah. just his voice as an instrument. Yeah, that's that's a great point. Um, I'm glad you brought up the production. I think it's mm -hmm. one of the best produced records maybe I've ever heard. I know that's mm -hmm. like a pretty bold statement, but I mean, hey, we are in 2021. Like records are supposed to be getting, you're supposed to sound better all the time, right? Yep. And I think for once, maybe this one actually does. Mm -hmm. So I absolutely love the production. Um, and, and another thing about Atlantic, the first track, I felt like once I read the lyrics, because mm -hmm. it's, you know, sometimes it can be a bit hard to understand what he's saying. At least I find that. Um, and and mm -hmm. when I read those lyrics, I, I, I all of a sudden, like there was a different picture painted in my head yeah. too. Um, but there's that. Uh, and also we talked a little bit about the singles Mm -hmm. being uh, the right three the singles middle. released right in the middle in a row, which I absolutely loved on first mm -hmm. listen. I got almost like all the side A, you know, to, to yep. hear new stuff. Then I was like, okay, cool. This is the middle part of the record. How's it going to close out? And it didn't ruin the surprise that sometimes no. singles do. And three singles is fine. I'm glad they didn't release more. Mm -hmm. um, but I thought that was really a really interesting thing that I hadn't seen before. Yeah, I liked the single placement. I thought that, honestly, everything about this record was so well done. And not even just talking about the music anymore, the imagery behind this. I finally got one of my uh, variants, and it's a gatefold. And you open it up, and there's just this absolutely beautiful album artwork. And how all of the uh, singles that came out, they had kind of like a fish or ocean creature associated with them. All of the other songs have one as well, and they've been posting the art to their Instagram and stuff like that. And then you go and you kind of like look at what the creature is, and on the back of the vinyl, or maybe the CD as well, I don't know, they have not only the song title, but these like X meters deep into the ocean and you kind of associate oh yeah a whale right. would be pretty high up that's atlantic and then you get down to these like crustacean forms in like the depths of the ocean and it's just so cool how all of that stuff a coordinates through the imagery but also like through the lyrics and stuff like that as you get into the record like atlantic it's a really deep song but it's still kind of i'm gonna say like lighter compared to the rest of the album as far mm -hmm. as how dark it is and you get down to missing limbs and it's just this heart-wrenching song and like you really kind of feel the depth of the ocean on you even though it's just a nice acoustic ender absolutely and yeah and, and you know it is it is too bad that uh vessel the lead singer mm -hmm. doesn't do interviews yeah uh there's going to be no explanation which Mm -hmm. is in a way is like too bad because I would, I mean, I would fucking love to pick that guy's brain. Let me tell you that. Oh yeah. But, um, at the same time, it is kind of cool that you can kind of just come to your own, mm -hmm. you know, interpretations and your own conclusions and enjoy the record uh, and the music that way. So that's kind of, that's kind exactly. of cool ultimately. Yep. I, I love this record. It's going to be hard pressed not to be my album of the year. And I mean, I love that new era record too. And there's some other great stuff this year, but Oh man, it is too good. I would, I, I'm definitely going to say that for me, it is a top 10, hundred percent for sure. Oh, a top yeah. 10. Definitely top 10 um, record. And it could be a top five. 
Um, but time will tell. There's a lot of good records this year. Like I keep forgetting about them. Mm-hmm. I'll go back and look at your old lists and, and, you know, and whatever, and just be like, oh yeah, that record. I like, forgot about that one. Yeah. So it's going to be, man, it's going to be a challenge at the end of the year, but we'll get there. It really is. And speaking of even more challenge, uh, we had some other good albums from last week too. Did you get a chance to check out the number two album, Life Forms from Angels and Airwaves? I did, Mike. I think it's actually about the only two records I listened to mm-hmm. were her top two. Um, and I really do want to get into that new Poppy album. Um, I just, I think she's so great and so uh, yeah. uh, cutting edge with what mm-hmm. she's doing. And, and I love that record too. Uh, I, I can't wait to listen to that, but I can't comment on it yet. But with the New Angels and Airways record, I think it's safe to say we don't need to talk about Blink-182 anymore when we bring no. up Tom DeLong. I think this is, album has kind of proven that he is more than just that mm-hmm. this band is no longer a side project we talked about that last week too yep um and i think it really shows this this record has a lot of layers um and a, but a lot of great moments mm-hmm. i i would have to agree i think that this record is really really well done it's got the hints that like you know this is a tom DeLong record when you're listening to it but you don't associate it with that early pop punk Blink-182 stuff anymore. This is yeah purely its own thing. I think it's great. It's super progressive. There's a lot of really cool um, things that play in here as far as like what they're doing on the tracks and everything just works really well together too, which was some like kind of a worry of mine because I mean, you've got the kind of rocky, like sitting on the lawn song, like Rebel Girl into the weird songs like Euphoria and Spellbound and stuff like that. Yeah. And I think this record just worked really well to get there. Everything was top shelf, really well done. Yeah, no, I agree. And watch, watch, um, right as, uh, right as, as Tom is figuring it out with angels and airwaves, watch, he's going to rejoin blink. Oh yeah. Blink is going to become a four piece. I think that's, that's my prediction. Oh yeah. Um, um, and, and some great news coming out of Mark Hoppus camp this week that he is cancer mm-hmm. free. That's awesome to hear. I was, I oh, was yeah. pretty worried about it for a while there. I was so happy to hear that. I mean, he's been kind of saying that everything's been looking good. And uh, like, he's not feel. I mean, obviously he's still feeling sick and things like that, but he's been saying he's been feeling pretty good. So I had really high hopes and I'm really happy that it's official that everything's gone and he's doing well. Yes, yes. Awesome. Okay, well, uh, anything else to touch on? One more record I wanted to talk about. One more record. Okay. I wanted to talk about this new Rivers from Nile record, The Work. And I think that mm, yeah. this record is on par with Sleep Token. Wow. I'm, I think just below, but I think putting them in the same league at this point is safe for me. Because I really wasn't expecting a lot of things that happened on this record. It was a bit of a longer record. It was was about an hour. Mm -hmm. So please make sure you... I think this record needs time to sit with it in full, not listen to a part. But yeah, there's just so many cool things that happen on this record. Like the first track is called The Tower and it's called a theme from the work. And it really kind of brings together all of these parts that come back throughout the album which i think is a really cool thing to do um a lot of the singles like focus and clean those are the heavier tracks on the album which was really surprising to me they bring the jazz back in on some other um um songs there's some clean singing which was really surprising to me overall i think the writing was just up there asleep done is very very well done and i really enjoy this record as well yeah absolutely i'll have to check it out and you know it does happen when when really good records come out the mm-hmm. week, same week as other really good records sometimes they get a little lost in the shuffle so i'm glad you brought that up yep but i think that's all i've really got i listened to a lot of the other records uh that did come out and we talked about it. i like the signs of the swarm record is probably one of the better deathcore records i've heard this year um it's just unfortunately for them going to take a lot to drag me away from sleep token and then angels and airwaves and then rivers of Nile and get into other things. I like the poppy record as well. Um, I just, there wasn't anything that really surprised me on any of the other records that we listened to. Yeah. There's only so many hours in, in a day, in a week. So, and at least 28 of those went to sleep token. So. <laughs> 
<laughs> right on, Mike. Okay, well, uh, let's get into this week's uh, list, mm-hmm. which I have not had the privilege of, of peaking yet. Well, we got uh, a top 10. Top 10? Oh my God, okay. Man, these lists just keep getting longer. Um, let's go. I'm ready All for right. uh, number 10. So number 10, this album's already been out, so I hope that you have listened to it. Because this also took away a lot of my listening time from oh, yeah. uh, some other bands that released music over the weekend. And it's the new album from Bill Murray, 400 Pound Back Squat, that dropped on Monday. Did you get a chance to check it out? I, I have not. I will All right. for sure. Yeah. It's, you know, obviously Bill Murray, uh, Johnny mm-hmm. Frank, does things a bit unconventionally, doesn't yep. put records out on Fridays, uh, doesn't release EPs or full length. These Is this mm-hmm. one seven songs as well? Yep. Right yeah. in the middle. And releases um, these 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 records um, mm-hmm. often. So uh, I love when he when he does stuff. Everything he he's done is great. I love the single. Um, yep. So yeah, I can't wait. Great I, a great pick, and it needs to be there, even if it's already out. Yep, that's why it's at the end because we mostly try and talk about new music. So I'm sure a lot of people have heard this. Um, I love the record though. I think that it's incredibly well done, just like all of Johnny Frank's other stuff. Um, some of my favorite tracks are probably a Cowboys Heavy Load. There's this really cool, um, almost almost kind of J-pop, K-pop uh, vocal stylings going on. And then it goes into like a lap guitar, steel guitar solo. And it's just like country western time. And there's just all these really cool things that happen on the record. And it's definitely not a long lesson. It's 23 minutes. And I think... At what point can I stop saying it's some of Bill Murray's best work? Because I think all of his work is his best work, right? I know. Like, remarkably consistent. Oh, yeah. Like, just go check it out. It's a great little album EP thing. I love it. Okay. There's Bill Murray at number 10. Number nine. Number nine. Um, This is going to be kind of surprising, I think, to you and a lot of people. Um, I've got the new album, See What's on the Inside by Asking Alexandria here. Yeah. I'm worried about this record. That's pretty low. That's a pretty low ranking, my friend. I'm worried about this record. Uh, we've only gotten, we've gotten the intro track and then the single Alone Again. Uh, they've played one song on the radio since then. Last week, I haven't had a chance to hear it because they didn't put it on Spotify. I don't know why you would play a single on the radio and not put it on Spotify a week before your album drops. Um, but... The song, you know what it probably is. It's probably just a radio exclusive thing. They're trying yeah. to, you know, um, they have a deal with the radio they, they stations know or whatever. Too, right? Absolutely. I, I think that asking Alexandria has is their pivot into <laughs> the radio world, into the mainstream world, has been very, very well done. Yep. And um, I might be. I don't know if I'm in the majority here. I really have enjoyed the more recent Asking Alexandria albums uh, more so than I did their early material. Mm -hmm. Um, And I don't mind, like when it comes on the radio, I turn it up, man. Like, you know, whether it's Alone in a Room or or any of those like banger singles they've had over the last few years. So Mm -hmm. I'm very surprised to solo on the list, Mike, be honest, to be honest with you. And I actually thought that the, the two songs that are released have been pretty good. Yeah, and don't get me wrong, I like them. I think that they're fine. Um, I preferably, as you know, like the old Asking Alexandria a little bit more. Um, That's just kind of more my wheelhouse. I do think that they've had amazing tracks off the most recent albums. Like, Under Denver is probably my favorite Asking Alexandria song ever. And they never play it live and they don't get, or it doesn't get radio play and they haven't made a song like it since, which is really unfortunate. Mm-hmm. But I think with this record, we really know what we're going to get. It's a, it's been a very quick turnaround from their last album too, which is another thing that kind of starts to worry me when I'm looking at things like this. Um, not a lot of singles, not a lot of press. Um, I know that I've seen uh, some posts online and stuff like that. And it's like, Hey, did anybody else know that Asking Alexander is putting out a new album on Friday? And Tons of people are saying, oh, I didn't even realize that. Yeah, I haven't seen too much about it. That's that's true. But um, and regardless, they had a label is. change with this. There's uh, right. a lot of weird factors coming into this. I And knowing Asking Alexandria, they're going to come out with it. It's going to be a great record. I think they're going on tour with Papa Roach, right? Mm-hmm. Um, they've got a bunch of stuff lined up. Asking Alexandria is not going to falter if they put out one like decent album and not a great album. I think that they're still going to do well. I think this record's still going to do well. I think it's going to be an enjoyable listen. I just think that there's 
other stuff that we should be talking about that's kind of pushing the edge right now? That's fair. I do, I do think that this record's going to surprise people. I I, uh, I have not heard it, but I, I have a feeling it's going to be going to be a solid record mm -hmm. uh, from, from Danny and the boys. All right, oh, number yeah. eight. Number eight. Will you talk about how I don't put enough cool punk music ah, in I do. here. And I think this is a cool punk band. Maybe a little bit more pop punk. I don't really know exactly where you want to or put them. But I think that they're pretty punk in the way that they do everything. Uh, this is the new album, Let Me Do One More by Illuminati Hotties. Um, <laughs> this is a cool band name. And I found this band at Riot Fest early one morning, uh, walking around trying to reorganize or recombobulate myself after seeing Slayer the night before, or who knows <laughs> what I did. Uh, but trying to reorientate myself, find the first stage playing music, get a beer in hand, and uh, turns out as Illuminati hotties. And these guys are super, super fun. They're writing weird, punk, quirky songs that have really, really resonated with me. I don't know why. Like, they've got a single here called uh, it's M M M O O O A A A A A Y or Y A Y A. And that's literally the chorus of the song. It's like, mm, 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 oh, 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 <laughs> ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that's the chorus. And I think that's so cool and nifty. But these guys are really fun. They're, yeah. I don't know. If, if you like quirky, kind of like, I'm not going to say surf punk, but just like weird stuff like Hot Mulligan or maybe even, um, not, I wouldn't even compare them to that. I don't no. know. It's, it's, it's a weird. hard band to compare because mm -hmm. it is pretty unique. Um, female fronted. Uh, Maybe like I, Beach I, Bunny it, a little bit. Right. It, yeah. it, it might even be a solo project. I, I think I, it um, is. I noticed that the, the photos are just her. Um, it, it is a it is a really, really unique band. I'm glad we're, we're bringing them up. It's like, yeah, I, I, they're, they are a punk band and it definitely in their kind of attitude and what they do mm -hmm. or what she does. I don't know how to, if it's what I'm supposed to say, if it's a band or a solo project, but regardless... Um, mm -hmm. there is a lot of different sounds and there is that one, I think on the new single that is, does have kind of like a surf punk pool kind of hopping. sound, but then there's other stuff that's like just way different. Yeah. I think it's pool hopping is the one that you're talking about. And like all of these singles are very different, which I think is really cool and kind of touching a little bit of a different side of punk that's going on right now. Like you've got some traditional stuff, some, uh, surf punk. And then there's this track with, uh, Buck Meek where they kind of throw in some elements of hip hop on there. Um, they're obviously kind of a political band. Like one, the latest single is threatening each other. Re capitalism. Like mm -hmm. there's a bunch of cool stuff that this band's doing, and I think that they're great. Yeah, uh, and that was number eight. So let's move on to number seven. Number seven. I'm gonna make more people mad. Uh, for lucky number seven, we're going down to Alcala, Florida, and we've got the new album Manic by Wage War. Yeah. Uh, a band that's just got off the Bear Tooth tour, mm -hmm. uh, from what I understand, was and killing under. it every night. Um, and a band that I feel like is kind of hitting their stride right now, like oh, yeah. in terms of uh, uh, people that you know people have heard the name around for years and everything. Mm -hmm. But it's like, oh shit! Like this band is like this is a big band uh, and a really talented band. Yeah, I think that they've been very, very slowly creeping up into larger band status like um i honestly i saw that they were billed on that bear tooth tour and i was kind of surprised that they were support and it wasn't a little bit more like a co-headliner type thing because wage oh, wars wow. a pretty big band they've got a huge fan base they're always playing festivals and i think that this album is going to be great i mean i've yeah. had one song that i really really like with high horse i've had teeth which i enjoy quite thoroughly and then circle the drain which i'm kind of okay on like it's a good song for what it is but it's not what i go to wage war for like I, my favorite wage war song the river you know i want the blast and the breakdowns and stuff and i think this album's going to be really good i'm hoping to be pleasantly surprised by a bit heavier album than their last release mm -hmm. but i think that either way they go they're a really consistent band that's just going to do great things. Yeah, for sure. And I, I'm, we've talked about this before, but I'm kind of more of the, I kind of like the slow jams uh, yeah. that Wage War does. I think um, their singer, uh, clean singer, guitar player, Cody has a really, really cool voice. Yeah, he does. And I, I love when they do um, 
do that some of that more mellow stuff mm-hmm. um not to take anything away from um uh is it britain i forget yeah britain yeah britain Bond. Uh, and you know his vocal ability and lyricism i think is all top notch and yeah man if you're looking for like your new favorite metalcore band and you haven't and you haven't heard wage war somehow that's one you're going to want want to jump on 100% i think that they're right at the cusp of breaking out and being that size of band like an era like a August Burns grad, like yeah. a Beartooth, where you're starting to see them and they're like, oh, this is the third band from last on a festival and playing main stages and stuff like that. They've got the energy. They've got the songs. Yeah. I think this album's just really going to solidify that. You know what I, I love so much? I had I had um, uh, Britton and Cody on the podcast a mm-hmm. while back. And my favorite story that I still think about sometimes, and like I'll just randomly laugh, is um, they had a different band name before. Yeah, I can't. I can't remember what it was, but it was. It was. It's was WW like another um, mm-hmm. another two two W words, and they had there was another band and they had to change their name, but they changed their band name to Wage War because they'd already made scrims for the mm-hmm. stage that had, had W and W on it, so they had to get to that, so they didn't just throw away the stream the uh, the scrims. That's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. But um but there you go. Number 7 Wage War. Okay, man. Uh six more and they're going to top these releases. Uh I'm ready. All right, number 6, probably the coolest. Yes, I'm going to say second coolest album name this week. We've got Gardens of Burning Apparitions by Full of Hell. Oh yeah. Yeah. This is probably the most brutal record I've ever recommended on this show. Yeah, th- this is like this band is pretty much like straight grind, dude. Yeah, um, like death grind. It is noisy and heavy. Yeah, it's very. It is very noisy. It, it sounds a lot like almost like early '90s grindcore a little bit. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, um, I, I don't know what to compare it oddly. to, but like the old, you know, what they used to call screamo before <laughs> my band ruined it. Um, yeah. like that kind of stuff almost. And I, I'm, I'm here for it, man. It's. Sometimes these records can be a lot to get through, um, mm-hmm. but I'm really gonna. I'm really excited for this one too. Thankfully, they're typically shorter. I mean, the song lengths go from a minute to two minutes, give or take. Yeah. Um, yeah. This band is super heavy. If you've ever wondered what it was like to put on your headphones and have a colony of bees underneath each headphone, uh, this is going to be a very similar experience for you. Um, it's just a lot of going on. There's a lot of kind of thrumming. It's very fast paced. It's very heavy. I think that these guys are honestly reimagining the genre and kind of carrying the torch forward. I don't disagree at all with that. Um, no, that's that's a good pick. Okay, so we, we're getting in the top five now. Yeah. Okay, finally. All right, here we go. I'm ready. <laughs> Let's go. Number five. All right, so number five with the coolest album title this week, we've got Andres his new album. I can't remember his last name, but he just goes by Andres and it's called adventures of a DIY astronaut. (laughs) And I think that that's beautiful. (laughs) Yeah. Um, yeah, there's a lot of people trying to be, uh, be astronauts right now, aren't there? I don't know if it's a comment on that or if it's just a comment on, uh, I don't know the irony of that. I don't know. I love it. Mm -hmm. Um, I have recently got into, Andres or however you say it. Um, I think super Andreas, awesome, isn't it? Oh yeah. And I don't know. I've heard people just call it, call him Andreas. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know, but regardless, this is one of the more unique music musicians and unique sounds I've heard in a while. Yeah. It's really it's hard awesome. to kind of know what's going on. Like there's some hip hop, there's some, um, post hardcore, there's some yeah. kind of like Latin dancing and stuff like that. And, um, and, but, but a great, he's a great singer mm-hmm. and lyrics are really, they're really funny and, um, relatable. Yeah. Relatable, funny, tongue in cheek, not taking himself too seriously. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's the kind of artist that's really fun to listen to because you kind of never know what's coming. Like yeah. you, you could all of a sudden be like, what, like this, what is this part? But then after a while you almost kind of learn to expect the unexpected mm-hmm. um, and kind yeah, of understand is, his mannerisms and things that are going on. Yeah. I, I love this dude. I mean, like you mentioned with the tongue in cheek stuff, it's so great. Like on the, his single shit could be worse. He literally tells the story about how his management drops him for an indie band and all of this like 
stuff that's happened in his life that you know what like this is a roadblock but it could be worse and things like that and then like prom 2012 like i graduated in 2011 like i'm right in that age range where like okay prom 2012 like i understand that and like the song is kind of what it feels like to be going to prom around that time (laughs) and Obviously, like, uh, the first single, My Future Ex-Wife, he worked with Happy Hour, one of my other favorite post-hardcore groups right now. I'm super excited for this record. I think Andres is going to knock it out of the park, and it's going to be great. All right. Uh, Cool. That's number five. Number four. Number four. Um, So this is a cool band that I found recently. I'm pretty sure this is their first album, so I'm going to confirm that before I say anything. Nope, nope. It's their second album. They had an album in 2019, so big sophomore album this is a band from the uk uh they're called blood youth yeah and this album's called visions of another hell have you had a chance to check out the singles i sent you i have there's a lot of them right five yeah five singles which is a lot especially for mm-hmm. a, a band like that is um you know on their second album but i i again i think this is going to turn heads i this think is so too really really good kind of hardcore influenced metalcore mm-hmm. um and yeah, it's just really raw and, and really like really powerful. Um, and yeah, I've been hearing about this band a little bit. I've seen them on some on some shows, so I know I know mm-hmm. stuff's happening. Yeah, I, I, I've seen them. They're moving up. Um, the way I would like to describe them, I think, and I've kind of been thinking because they're really hard to put into a bucket. And I know we say that a lot, but there's so many bands kind of taking a bunch of different influences. I think this is Knocked Loose with Bad Omens choruses. Oh, interesting. Where yeah. they've got, it's really, really hardcore orientated during the verses. There's a lot of like bark screaming. It's very, very aggressive, but then they still manage to come into this chorus and they've got some really fun riffing and these kind of like soaring, like I want to be in an arena singing along to this kind of choruses, right? Yeah. I, I, um, I just really dig it. I don't know. Um, I don't, <laughs> I don't hear as much of a knock loose comparison. Obviously, yes, they're a heavy band and they're, and they're, they definitely would would be maybe more like a Cane Hill, a Cane Hill, yeah, something like oh, that, okay. maybe. Okay, um, that's also an interesting comparison. I didn't really hear, but regardless, um, I think people need to check it out for themselves. Um, mm-hmm. And this is again, this maybe not quite a rookie card, uh, but a band that uh, making some waves over in the UK that that you should check out if you're into yeah. uh, you know heavy metalcore, uh, hard, hardcore influenced metalcore. I, I really like it. Yeah, I really think they're blowing up the UK and they're going to start really blowing up here in the States too because honestly, they've got that sound that I think is super easy to grasp onto. A bunch of people are going to like it. Um, very similar in the ways that Loathe has done recently, right. Architects. like They've just got that pristine, really polished UK metalcore sound. Right, right. Yeah, Architects is a, is a pretty good comparison actually. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, moving on to the, are we at number four or number three? I'm Number three, baby. Okay, number three, top three. Okay, all right, cool. All right, number three, we talked about this band a little bit last week on the Twitch stream, mm. but we're going down to Reno, Nevada to talk about the new album Classics by Four Stroke Baron. I know you said, man, this looks a little weird, Mike. Did you get a chance to listen to the singles that they put out? <laughs> Dude, it is... I don't know how to sugar. I can't sugarcoat this. This band's fucking weird, man. Yeah. <laughs> there's weird stuff going on that I've maybe never heard before. Um, like there's this one vocal that starts that mm-hmm. I'm just like, what the hell is that? <laughs> yeah. It's almost like his voice is going through a phaser, but they got rid of the like noisy part of the phaser. And it's just like super weird and ethereal almost like, I don't know. It sounded like, kind of sounded like, like somebody has to puke or something to me, but, um, yeah, this, this band is weird as hell. I, I have, I would have no idea what to compare them to Mm -hmm. or even what genre they're in. Uh, it is really, really progressive grunge almost like if you took progressive metal, but grunge, I don't know. It's kind of weird. That's what they call themselves. I think like instrumentally you can really compare this band to a lot of progressive metal bands like Vola that we've talked about here. Um, stellar circuits unprocessed. I could go on, but they're definitely prog. They've got some really cool, almost genty riffs at points, but the main feature of this band is the vocals and how strange they get. Mm -hmm. But I absolutely dig it. Like it is a cool sound. 
Yeah, totally. Um, <laughs> kind of a weird name too. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, no, I, I honestly don't really know what to make of this um, at all. And I am very surprised it's this high up on your list. Um, I like weird stuff, you know it. But it, yeah, but hey, at least we're, we're shining a, a little light on something that might not get a ton of eyeballs with this with this pretty big week in music. Mm-hmm. And uh, something that, yeah, is, it definitely if you're looking for something different, uh, this is a great place to start. Yep. I, I think this record's going to be great. It's, it's too weird to fail in my book. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, let's go to number two. All right. Number two. Um, I don't know if you saw these singles on the playlist. I added them a little late because I forgot this record was coming out and surprisingly it hopped up to number two because I love this band so much. And I think that they are very, very probably going I think getting my Rookie of the Year award. Okay. Because I absolutely love this band. It's their second record, or I guess second release. They did a split EP with Serration, but it's the new record, Fragments of a Bitter Memory by Dying Wish. Yeah. This band's awesome. Yeah. Female-fronted, very heavy. Um, mm-hmm. Just This is the kind of band like you're going to mosh around your living room when this comes yeah. on. Like, like, it's just, it, it gets to the fucking point and it just mm-hmm. beats you down. Like the songs, some of the songs just start with a breakdown. Like yeah. it, it is, it is like, it's the kind of hardcore that just gives you what you want. You're kind of mm-hmm. like, all right, I'm ready for a fast part. And boom, there it is. It's like, all right, now I'm ready yep. for like a two step. Okay, here, let's go. And I, and I love that about it. It flows so well. And I love the singer. Um, her vocals are awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, her screams are brutal. And then she's got really good clean singing too. And some yeah, songs. it's a really, really nice mix that almost reminds me of kind of like uh, Sanction or Chamber where they're not afraid to kind of like bring that in at times. And it's always really well done. And I just think that these guys are going to be one of the next big things in the hardcore scene. Um, if not the metalcore scene, it might be one of those bands like Knocked Loose that we kind of steal a little bit and say, yeah. oh yeah, they're totally a metalcore band. But uh, I think that these guys are great. I'm super excited for this album. I think it's going to be an absolute banger. Yeah, totally. And and like great band name. How has mm-hmm. there never been a band called Dying Wish? I know, right? That's such a good band name. Oh man, top tier. I guess there's Death Wish, like, you know, the, uh, yeah. the label, like Convergent and all that. So that's, I guess, kind of close, but mm. Dying Wish, great name, uh, great band. And yeah, definitely, uh, this is, this is probably the, when, when on Friday, this is probably the first thing I'm going to put on, honestly. So yeah, yeah, man, I'm psyched. All right. What the hell is number one then? What a way to start a morning with that. Well, yeah, my number one. Right. Um, well, we're going to take a quick break and we're going to get to it. Yeah. The number one album right after this. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. And we're back. All right. Number one record of the week. Okay. We're going someplace that I don't think we've gone yet. I don't think we've had a Scottish band on the show yet that we've talked or talked mm. about at least. You might have talked uh, to somebody who's Scottish. I don't know. I'm, I'm half Scottish. Um, does, mm. does that count? You talk to me every week and I'm half Scottish. Yeah, close enough. So maybe that works. Yeah, we'll say it. Um, no, what about, um, uh, uh, fuck, you know, the, the huge Scottish band that we talk about on the show. Is Biffy, Biffy Clyro? Clyro. Sc- they're Scottish? I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah, they're Scottish. Yeah. All right. Second Scottish band that we're talking about on the show, to our knowledge. Um, <laughs> this record is going to be buck fucking wild. 
Uh, it's the new record, Oxidized by Frontier. Oh, okay, yeah. Did you get a chance to listen to these two singles that, it, that they've got out? Yeah, man, this this um this is this is again like I would file this under a little unconventional. Mm-hmm. It is pretty crazy and intense and yeah. there are sounds being made that are very aggressive and again it's that kind of stuff where you're like what is actually going on here? Like what mm-hmm. instruments are being played and what, you know, uh it's really really crazy. Yeah, I would say if you've missed a band like the Dillinger Escape Plan, or if you've already like always looked for something crazier than Dillinger Escape Plan, this is gonna be right up your alley. I think that this is the pure audio form of absolute chaos, like with still some bits of harmony. It does sound like music. Like this is the stuff that's kind of like super, super noisy, and you're gonna be playing it, and like other metalheads are gonna look at you like your parents looked at you when you're put listening to Bullet for My Valentine. Like <laughs> it is that aggressive and abrasive, and yeah, abrasive is the word. I'm, I'm, I'm being fully honest. I don't expect most of our listeners to go in and really be like, "Wow, this is exactly for me." This is gonna be a really hard listen for a lot of people. I think that this band is amazing and super talented and so i understand if you come back to me and you're like yeah it's not for me this this record's number one for me i think this record's going to be absolutely phenomenal and it's coming for my album of the year well there it is uh frontier at number one uh you know i gotta say man top 10 this week so another really big le- big mm-hmm. list um we actually had a couple complaints mike that you're that you're it's too long, man. There's not enough time in the week to listen to all this music. Well, I'm sorry. Um, Tell I all know. the bands to stop do? putting out music. Yeah, we can't like we can't stop people from putting out bangers. I mean, mm-hmm. but um, it, this list is very eclectic, man. You got a yeah. lot of different stuff on there when you think about Illuminati hotties. Uh, mm-hmm. Even Bill Murray's, you know, that's yep. different. All the way to Andres and Full yes. of Hell, Frontiers, some Prague, some hardcore, some metalcore. Yep. It, no, that's this week's got something for everybody. Trust me. Yeah, it it, it does. Um, that's a great list. Uh, so there it is. There is our top ten. Uh, and as as always, you can find the list on Mike's Instagram. It's over there at Slappy Slam. Boom. Love it. Okay. Uh, I'm sure you have some honorable mentions. Yeah, let's go. We'll try and get through them pretty quick this week. Um, First one I want to talk about, and this is pretty cool. uh, The theme song for the world championship for League of Legends has come out. Typically, there's always some really cool feature uh, every year. Last year was against the current. The year before that, they got Glitch Mob and Telly from the Word Alive. Yeah. Uh, This year, it's Paris. Oh, which is super cool. I love the track. Um, I've listened to it quite a few times. Um, I really, really like it. It's getting me hyped up for the world championship. We'll see in a month and a half when the world championship's over, and I've heard it 10 to 20 times a day how I feel about the song. But <laughs> as of right now, I really like it, and I think it's a good single. Everybody should go check that out. Cool. There it is. Yeah, Paris. Nice. Okay. Uh, next up, um, let's just keep the heavy going from our number one, uh, Archspire. New single from the album coming out in a couple weeks here. Very excited for that. Mm-hmm. Um, we've talked to these guys on Locals Only, and I'm bringing them up because they just dropped an absolute ass beater. It's the guys in my own will. Oh, yeah. This new single is super, super heavy. I think it's leading up to an album coming out here pretty soon, and I love the track. It's it's so good. It's Just like we were talking about with Dying Wish, it starts with a breakdown. And some of the first vocals you hear, the breakdown stops and you just hear a bitch and just right back into it. And it's like, oh, dude, what? Dave, why are you doing this to us? It's so good. Yeah, man. Uh, my, own, my own will doesn't, they're not fucking around. That's for no. sure. So yeah, not that's great. All. I love that. I love that it's now, you know, it's come full circle. We've, we've highlighted some, some local bands mm-hmm. uh, on Twitch and then, you know, and uh, if anybody has missed, uh, missed that, definitely, uh, uh, stay tuned for our next go one. Go back and watch it on Twitch. I think we're going to do it. I think you can go back and watch the first one. Oh, I, st- I might still have it up there. Yeah, I can I can put them back up too. I think a, yeah. a few of them have gotten flagged for DMCA. Oh, because the bands are uh, getting too big now. 
Uh, right, exactly. It's getting they're getting too popular, so that that might be the problem. But I, I do encourage everybody to t- to tune in. Uh, we're going to do one around the holidays. I think we said, Mike. Yep. Uh, yep. Again, but it's really cool that we we focus on some local bands that we don't know, and then they end up being bands we focus on right here on the uh, on the real shit. It's awesome. Oh yeah. Um, next up, just going to keep it heavy. We have a new single from Shadow of Intent and an album announcement. Nice. Is this going, is January 14th going to be the heaviest day ever in terms of music? Yes. We get <laughs> new Enterprise Earth and new Shadow of Intent on the same day. What a way to start our year, too. It's yeah, not well, going to slow down, Shane. Well, 20, they said 2021 was going to be better than 2020. And I don't know if that was true. Uh, <laughs> but I, I have mean, we high hopes for 20. album in 2021. So, yes. Uh, right, right. Well, I have high hopes for 2022. So, let's go. All right. Uh, next up, we've got a new single from Between You and Me. Fun little pop punk yeah. band. I love these guys. They're super good. Um, they announced their album coming out later this year, I think in November. Should be a really fun time. Um, we got another new single from Memphis May Fire. This one called Somebody. I haven't heard it yet. It's out today, but I just haven't gotten a chance to listen. Um, to be honest, I've been addicted playing the new Hot Wheels game all day when I wasn't <laughs> working. Uh, so... Go check out New Memphis Mayfire. If it's heavy again, cool. If not, it's not. Um, yeah, we'll see if this is going to be their return to form. Yep. Uh, next up, we've got a new song from Converge. Nice. Featuring Chelsea Wolf. The entire album is featuring Chelsea Wolf, which is super cool. Yeah. And I think that this record's going to bang because Converge might have found their groove again. I really like this single. Oh, I think they've never missed. I, I love Converge. I, I love all the <laughs> records for what they are. And, and um, yeah, man, that's that's a that'll be on a pre-order list uh, for me. Oh, I pre-ordered it already. Newberry Comics exclusive, baby. Let's go. Uh, next up, let's just finish off our features. We've got a new single from Monuments, our boy Andy Sizik, featuring Mick Gordon. Um, this track's great. Make sure you go check it out. Yes, it's heavy. It's very- everything you want from Monuments. Yes, our friend Andy Sizik, very prolific and always, always good. Yep. Uh, next up, we've got Off Sharp Tone Records, a new single from Sentinels. I really love these guys. I can't wait for this record to come in, in I think, two weeks now. Um, it's going to be super solid. It's kind of like Deathcore with tinges of metalcore. It's fun. Yeah. Uh, next up, this really cool post hardcore band that's putting out another single. They're called the Seafloor Cinema. We've talked about them before. Look out for that album coming here in a couple weeks. Amazing band name. Yeah. Uh, next up, we got a single and announcement of a deluxe album from Four Year Strong. We love Four Year Strong. Love that. Yeah. So this is going to be more songs from the Brain Pain sessions, mm-hmm. which is interesting. You know, we had the used um, put out like almost a full album of B sides. This is more newfound glory level. I think. I don't think it's that long, but okay, it's yeah, still going to be good. Yeah, it's cool. I, I I think that's great. I mean, if bands are, you know, I'd rather that stuff be out to for the fans to listen to, um, even if the the bands are saying, well, you know, this is like not mm-hmm. our best material. I think it's okay now. You know, like fans want more, give them more. Why not? Exactly. And I mean, we've gotten two singles off this already. This one is a B side, and we've gotten a cover of Bittersweet Symphony, which is yeah, great. I love that oh, cover. Man. So they, well done. Four Year Strong is so good at covers. They really are. It's kind of crazy. They're so good. Like, and, and, and people don't talk about it that much. Like when they did mm-hmm. that, that I think it was just like an EP of some nineties, um, covers. Yeah, Man, I remember it's that so now. good. Mm-hmm. So good. Uh, next up something super, super cool. And I know this band gets a lot of hate, but I kind of love them. Um, ghost releasing mm-hmm. a new single for the movie Halloween kills. Oh, I think okay. the song's a banger. Um, well, yeah, I, you know, that's, that's like a lost art, right? The, the yeah. old, the, the, the movie soundtrack and the song and like, you know, they, when they, they would put the footage mm-hmm. of the, of the movie in the music video, like all yeah. that stuff. That's like Lincoln dead. Park it with Transformers bad. and stuff like that. Nobody does it. Nobody does it. And, um, yeah, I guess, you know, obviously it's just because of the format. It used to be like, mm-hmm. okay, here's a CD with a bunch of stuff on it. Now it's like, yeah. well, it would be a playlist. So it's just not something you really buy per se. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it, it is kind of a dead thing, but I think for this movie is obviously be huge. 
Um, and, uh, ghost is the band to do it. Yep. I mean, if you can't get ice nine kills, get ghost. Right. Right. Uh, next up cool new single from whatever forever. Um, I love these guys. They're fun. Cool. Plus cool name, right? Like whatever forever. I like it. Uh, we talked about B-sides from Four Year Strong. We're getting a B-side from Tashea Moore on Friday. Super excited for this. It's a B-side off of their last record that they kind of unearthed while they were writing this new record. They couldn't really make it work. And I'm stoked for it. I love Tashea Moore. I love that last record. Me too. It's going to be Me good. Me too. That was a great record. I kind of forgot about that record too. Yeah. I mean. That's, there's so much has come out. I, I yeah, that's, that's when I got to listen to again. Yep. Uh, next up, we're getting a really fun single from our good friend, Jason Butler, Jason Allen Butler. Yeah. Not fever though. The good stuff, the good, good stuff. We're getting that pressure cracks single. Oh yeah. Dude. Pressure cracks is awesome. Pressure cracks was... is better than fever in my opinion. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I think it's more my speed kind of yeah. like, I don't know if I would say it's better because it's different. Mm-hmm. But I, I remember when the projects kind of got, they got announced around the same time. Yeah. And I thought it was kind of weird, but I was like, oh yeah, like I love, love pressure cracks. I also love the name. Oh yeah. Um, solid name. And like all yeah. the, all the artwork, like it just feels like a hardcore band, like with all the artwork. Oh yeah. And like, they've always got like cracks on the album art and it like matches the band name. It's so cool. Yeah. Um, well I, I love Jason and I, I love, you know, let live is, is, is one of the greatest live bands that ever existed as far as I'm mm-hmm. concerned. And, uh, yeah, man, I just, I just love that that guy's out there doing, doing stuff. Oh Yeah. Uh, next up, we've got a new single from Of Mice and Men. Make sure you go check that out. That's going to be coming off of the third EP that they've got dropping this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got a new single from Bad Walls. Very excited about that. I know that they have an album coming up uh, in about a month and a half here now. So I'm excited to hear the second single. I really liked that last one. Yeah, new singer. Uh, it's it's going to be it's it's going to be interesting to see how that record sh- turns out. Oh yeah. Uh, next up, we're getting the second single off the upcoming Mastodon record. Mastodon doesn't miss. Yep. Uh, next up, we're getting another single off of the Bullet for My Valentine record that was supposed to drop this week, but it got delayed till November. So, mm. yeah. Vinyl issues, perhaps? They didn't really say, I think it was, but they didn't really specifically say on the announcement that I saw. So, uh, who knows? But still, another single. Cool. Yeah. Um, we're getting a second single and hopefully album announcement from Boston Manor tomorrow, Friday. Great. Um, I love Boston Manor. I think they're amazing. Their last two records have been so good. Uh, the last single was great. This one is honestly probably going to be a banger again. They're signed to sharp tone now, which like move up. That label is just incredible, right? Yeah, absolutely. They've got dying wish. Oh, is, is dying wish on sharp tone too? Oh, sick. Yeah, yeah I, think I, so. I did know that. Yeah. That's awesome. Uh, next up, we've got a new single from Jutes. I really like him. He's mixing uh, emo rap, hip hop, and punk rock in a really organic way. Um, I think it's pretty good stuff. Uh, okay. Next up, we've got a new single, and I don't know if you heard this because it came out yesterday and Wednesday. New single from Devil Wars Prada. Oh yeah, yeah. I think it's the perfect blend of the act and Z two. And it's real, real nice. Yeah, man. I mean, this band seems, I think this band is just getting better. Um, quite honestly, I, I, you know, and I mean, they've always Mm -hmm. been a a great band, um, you know, for sure. But I think just creatively they've leveled up and I think that they're, they've kind of thrown the rule book out the window a little bit. Mm -hmm. And now it's just making for, I think, I think their music is more honest and just, yeah. And it's just coming out better. So, uh, you know, I love those guys. Some of my best friends and, uh, it's really, really great to see them, uh, killing it now with, with, with presumably something coming off full length, right? Yep. I hope so. I mean, the art's great. I, I just love Devil Wars Prada. I mean, I got my Z2 flag today. So now I have a total of four Devil Wars Prada flags hanging in my house. I love the band. They can do no wrong in my opinion. Awesome. Love it. And last but definitely not least, we are getting a new single and album announcement from Eminence. They will be releasing their full-length Heaven in Hiding on November 26th. 
I don't know what single's coming out tomorrow, or if there even is a single. They might have just announced the album and bamboozled me, but I love <laughs> Eminence, so we're talking about it anyways. This band's incredible, and I think they're really one of those bands that more people need to take watch of. Their incorporation of orchestral elements into metalcore is second to none. So Awesome. Go check yeah, that out. And, and this is a band that you kind of got me into a little bit. Um Mm-hmm. recently a, a band I wasn't too familiar with before. So, um, yeah, that's, that's big news for you, Mike and lots there. Oh my God. What a week. That is a yeah. lot for people to check out and, um, gotta be honest. Uh, it doesn't look like it's slowing down too much in the next few weeks either. Next week should be kind of nicer for us. I think we're going to have like a nice back to five list. Okay. I hope maybe six. We'll see. Okay. Definitely no more new Limp Biscuit next week though. So, you know, that takes a lot of pressure <laughs> off us. Hey, you never know. They could be surprise dropping a record. You never know. Oh my God. I would love that, dude. If, you never if know. If they drop a record and it is all as good as dad vibes, I'm here for it. <laughs> well, let's hope so. That's what I'm going to do right now. I'm going to leave you, Mike, and I'm going to listen to the new Limp Biscuit single that I'm excited about. I, words I never thought would come out of my mouth. That's Hell for sure. Hell yeah, dude. Well, a great list as always, uh, everyone. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, Thank you, Mike, for for putting this all together. Uh, Make sure you you follow uh, twitch.tv slash Shane Told. We'll be on next Wednesday, 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Follow Mike on Instagram at Sloppy Slam. I don't know if I already said that. Uh, And doesn't hurt to say it twice. At follow Mike at Sloppy Slam. Now that's at least twice. Nailed it. There we go. All right. Thank you, everybody, so much. Yep. Talk to you later, Shane.